Welcome to Skills for Life, a podcast about high-demand jobs that are shaping future opportunities. This show is brought to you by the North Shore Schools Foundation. I'm Kira Dorian, your host and a North Shore mom. Let's get started. This podcast is proudly brought to you by the Blair Musk Group and Coldwell Banker Bain Real Estate, serving clients on the east side for over 20 years. Reach out to Blair today or visit him at blairmusgroup.com. Today on the show, I am speaking with Christian McMillan. He's a site foreman for Cornerstone General Contractors. Christian, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Kira. So Christian, tell me what that means. What does a site foreman do and and what kind of projects do you get to work on? Uh, So a site foreman, he is basically, you know, he's in charge of the site. He's got a lot of tasks. He orders all the concrete, inspections for all the concrete, pumps, anything to do with concrete. We are the ones who are in charge of doing it, essentially. And it also includes getting material for all of our guys, having everything ready for the start of the day. And yeah, we're, we're pretty busy. I bet. So you like organize all of it, make it all happen. Yeah, it's a lot of coordination. It's a lot of organizing things and making sure everything's ready for that day of work. Right. And so what kind of projects are you working on? And it sounds like it's predominantly the pouring of the concrete. Is that right? Yeah. So Cornerstone, we pride ourselves in all of our self-performed work, meaning concrete. That's where we you know, really strive as a company. And that's where our, all of our work goes to. And it's hard at the beginning, but you know, once you make that last concrete pour, you're, you can finally not really take a break, but you're, you're excited that you got it done and you know, all the hard work that went into it. Yeah. What's hard at the beginning? You know, you're just moving a thousand miles an hour you know, pouring hundreds of yards in a week, moving from one location to the next. It's just your, your nonstop go, go, go. And then, you know, once you hit that final pour, you see all your hard work paid off in the last month, all of a sudden you got a hundred thousand square feet of slab on grade out there. So wow, that's, that's really cool. That must be amazing to look at that and say, I did that. Yeah, it, it really is. That's that's fantastic. So tell me how you got to where you are today. What did your career path look like? So I started out, I still am a laborer for Cornerstone. When I started out, I was, you know, just laborer, you know, out there cleaning up, driving forklift around. Then at Juanita High School, I was promoted to a lead laborer, meaning, you know, I was the lead laborer out there in charge of all the laborers. And over the course of about two years, I was still doing everything back then that I do now. But Cornerstone recognized all the hard work that the lead laborers do, and they made the site foreman position. Mm, wow. So you really kind of worked your way up by showing the hard work and the diligence and all of that. Yeah, it was, you know, and I'm thankful that they saw that. And, you know, the the site foreman that we have now, they saw all, all of our hard work and they decided to basically thank us for it and show us that this is a good position to have. Yeah, that's fantastic. So tell me a little bit about, you know, what what do students need if they're interested in coming into this field? Uh, What do they need to be doing while they're still in high school? What happens after high school for them? What does that look like? So, I mean, after high school, you can go straight into the trades. You know, you can be a carpenter, you can be an iron worker, plumber, you know, there's so many options that you have. You can kind of see if you like, you know, electricity, you can go be an electrician and if you like putting pipes in the ground. You can go be a plumber. It all depends on really what you want to do, what you're passionate about. On the office side of things, you can go into college and go into 
the construction management program and get a degree in that and become a project engineer and work your way up to project manager. But for the field side of things, you don't necessarily need a college degree. You can be like, hey, I want to go be a carpenter. And you go down to the union hall and you, you sign up and, you know, you wait for that phone call. And yeah. all of a sudden you're on site. So what do you think draws someone to to what you do? You know, the pouring of the concrete, the kind of getting to see, wow, we worked really hard at all that. And then look, here it is. What kind of person do you think is is drawn to that or best suited to that kind of work? I mean, I think for what we all do, you know, the carpenters and the laborers, what what we do on site, you know, we're always hands-on. So if you're really a hands-on person and like, you know, don't want to do a nine to five sitting at a desk, you know, working in the industry that we work in, it is the it is the best, you know, you start at 7 a.m. and all of a sudden it's 3.30 and you're like, where'd my day go? Because you're just moving so fast all the time, you know, working with your your hands and it's it's worth it at the end. At, at, at the end of each day. That's so cool. I love that. So do you see this industry changing and transforming even from when you came into it? And if so, how do you see it changing over the next five to 10 years as our students are coming into the workplace? So I'd say it's more transforming on, I say I would say the architectural side of things based on, you know, it's still the same structure of what we do. You know, it's it's concrete, uh, steel columns, but uh, so on a couple of our jobs, we started to incorporate uh, mass timber along with you know our typical steel columns and framing and all that kind of stuff. So they're starting to incorporate a lot more things that we really haven't done in the past. Out here at my job site, we also have it's not mass timber, but we have glue lamb beams for the roof, which usually we I've I haven't done on a project before. But that's the way I kind of see things changing as they want to co- kind of go back to the old school of how things got built back in the day, but incorporate the seismic upgrades that the schools and whatever we're building needs to be up to code. That makes a lot of sense. And so how does that change the work that you're doing that they've made some of these shifts in a different direction? I wouldn't say it necessarily changes the work. It just, it makes us, it make, doesn't make it more challenging, but it, it, it allows us to learn something new. Like in construction, you're always learning something new every single day. I've been with Cornerstone for seven years and, you know, I still learn something new, you know, on a weekly basis of how to do something and, oh, hey, how are we going to get this done? We've never done this. So I think it just helps us as a company and all of our employees just be out there learning and getting the work done. That's really cool. I love that. So do you have like a favorite job that you've worked, a favorite site? Uh, I'd say my favorite site was Thomas Jefferson High School. And why was that? That one, it was, as I had talked about earlier, you know, you're just go, go, go. I mean, I was making concrete pours two, three times a week at three, 400 yard pours, you know, each day. And that lasted for, you know, month and a half, two months, and then. You know, we were just, and it was a huge site. It was over, you know, 250,000 square feet. It was a big building and it was really cool to be able to work on that project. Oh, that's awesome. So if students are, are interested in this field, are there things they can be doing now while they're still in high school to set them up to move into this field more easily, whether that's, you know, volunteering or learning certain specific skills that would be helpful down the line? What are your thoughts on that? I'd say the biggest thing really 
and it's, it's hard for some people, but is honestly just reading a set of plans. You know, I'm sure you can go online and download a, a set of plans, even, even for something as simple as like a, a house, you know, how does a, a house get put together? Being able to read plans and be able to look at where things are supposed to go and how they're supposed to go together is really something that if you can get a jump on it and you're good at it, it'll it'll take you far in this industry. If you can show that you know, like, oh, hey, this is supposed to be built like this because this is what the drawing says. You know, if you're able to navigate through a set of plans, I think that would really help you out at the at the beginning. Mm. And so how would students figure out how to do that? Are there classes they can take or places they can go to learn that? Yeah, there there are classes that you can take. There's, I know UW offers uh, courses like that. Just it, I think it's honestly called uh, reading plans and they can go do that. And it's, you know, probably like a four to six week course. And it's, it's really helpful. Most of it's online. So, you know, they don't have to go to a campus or anything. That's fantastic. I love that. So I'd love to know what you love about your job. I love knowing that each day is going to be different. It's not the same old get to work, sit at my desk, and leave, you know, after eight hours. It's, hey, we have a big delivery showing up. Where are we going to put everything? How are we going to get this unloaded? Hey, we have a concrete pour and like I have a concrete pour this afternoon. And out here at my job site, Limburg High School, the kids are back in school and we're we got to work around and coordinate how we're going to pour oh, this wow. concrete right in front of the the main entrance. So, you know, every, every day is different, which is exciting and, you know, makes construction fun. Oh, that's so cool. So final question, if you could give your 18 year old self some advice, what would it be? Uh, I would have gotten into the industry as soon as I was 18. Mm, tell me more about that. Well, I decided, you know, just like everybody else, oh, I'm going to go to college, not sure, sure what I'm going to do. And then I ended up joining the Marine Corps Reserves, and I did that out in Spokane. And then I got a job with Cornerstone when I was 20 years old. You know, granted, that's only a two-year difference, but I've been here ever since. And, you know, I wouldn't be doing it if I didn't love doing it. Mm, that's really great advice. Christian, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me today. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. We hope you'll join us again and remember to hit subscribe to be notified about upcoming episodes. Join the conversation on our Facebook page, Build Skills for Life. That's Build Skills, the number four, and then the word life. Are you interested in advertising as a sponsor for this podcast? Contact us at podcast at nsdfoundation.org. To learn more about the North Shore Schools Foundation, visit us at northshoreschoolsfoundation.org. Thanks for listening.